podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. And welcome to this special Chelsea uh, podcast. It's uh, Kerry's birthday today. Kerry's birthday. Oh, My Kerry. birthday. And he's stuffing a, a giant macaroon into his face at the moment. Well, it's only because you two ate yours so quickly. Andy Saunders is here. He stuffed it like I, I did. Didn't even, I didn't even touch the sides. I uh, want two. I'm going to fart because of you it. You weren't man enough for two. You weren't man enough for two. They were big macarons. Macaro- is it macaron or macaroons? Macarons. Is it macaron macarons. or macaroon? Pardon. Is it? Yeah. Is it though? Because yeah. I've heard them called macarons. Yeah, but that's when you're abroad and there's only one O in it when you spell it the French way. Right. <clears throat> but when it comes to England, it gets two O's in it. And there you go. <laughs> So you're 65. Did you get your bus pass? You are so funny. <laughs> How old are you? Why didn't you stay? Andy's just come back from Antigua. Antigua. And he's come back and he thinks he's really funny. I don't know. I think it must be the jet lag. Uh, how old you look are well, you? though. How old are you? I'm old enough. How old are you? 55. You're 55? I know. Yeah, that shut you up. Mm. So be quiet. Mm. Are you really 55? Yeah. How old are you, Phil? I don't, don't ask me. I'm two years older than that. You're not. I am. Are you? Yeah. You used to be about eight years older than me. Ah, I'm coming down. I can't be 63, can I? Whatever it is. Are you 57? I'm 57. Wow, you're boyish. How old are you, Andy? 50. But you look older than both of us. I thought you was the older statesman. (laughs) (laughs) I get eyes like this watching too much television, mate. (laughs) It's absolutely true. Well... Well, it's lovely to be here, and thank you very much for the cakes. Do you have a good holiday in Antigua? Lovely, lovely, and I, I managed to watch both games. We had them on the telly on Super Sport 2, Super Max 2, yeah, which was a... It was funny, because I watched the PSG game, but it didn't have any sound, so I had to watch it without the sound, but everybody was saying it was just as well, because Michael Owen was appalling on the commentary, but... Um, yeah, should we get stuck into the PSG game? Yeah, I think we should. Go I mean, then, Andy, Andy I no doubt that you're back. We'll probably have the whole team read out. Well, shall we do the whole team then? Yes. Two changes to the side, which started against Newcastle. John Terry's hamstring injury meant Branislav Ivanovic moved to centre-back to partner Gary Cahill. Uh, as Piliqueta switched to right-back with Bubba Rahman coming in at left-back. Uh, Matic was suspended for the game, so Mikel and Fabregas started in holding midfield. Pedro retained his place. Having scored two against Newcastle, Costa up front. Um, so yeah, I mean, a lot. Any surprises in there? I mean, obviously with Matic's suspension, there wasn't a lot of choice well, in the, in the holding midfield. Uh, he's not picking him over uh, Mikel, Mikel anyway. Is yeah, it? no, it's interesting. That that seems to be his real main change. And also, we were saying last week on the podcast, Andy, that we felt actually it may just work in our favour this JT and Zuma injury business with. Ivanovic moving to centre-half. Well, he's been getting better anyway since Hiddink's been he there. He certainly looks a lot happier there. Well, he does. That's mm. what I was just going to say. He yeah. doesn't have to run about as much. Mm. He looks as though he's able to just get on with his job. You know why that is? Because he's a centre-back. Exactly. That's what he is. And then we move Dave over to right-back. Yeah. You know why? Because he's a right-back. And then we move Baba Rahman in at left-back. And he is a left-back. And he is a left-back, yeah. And suddenly we've got his balanced defence. And... I mean, we'll talk about the game, but for me, I thought they were fabulous, the four of them, and I thought they all did well. For me, I wouldn't worry about 
bringing people back into that side. I'd leave that settled for most of the rest of the season. How did you feel about it, Phil? Um, yeah, I mean, we got beat um, and we let two in. Um, but um, I think, yeah, I, I think mean, it, a change was as good as a rest in, in, in many ways, you know. Just bringing them over, putting Kale back in, bringing Ivanovic to centre-half, which is a good, he's a pretty good centre-half, you know. Champions League winning centre-half, you know. Um, I mean, he was, it, you know, he's played at the very, very highest and, level. And um, I just think, you know... Out of necessities, you know, it's a matter of invention. Sometimes it's just, like, perfect, you know, to get Rahman a few games, give a different back four a few games. You know you're going to play, so you play all right. Yeah, you put in, you there's know, a lot to be said for that. First, third time, um, third consecutive season that we've played PSG in the Champions League. Uh, 2-1. I thought it was... I was quite happy with the result. I would have taken that before kick-off 2-1. I mean, the away have. goal... I would have until the game, and I thought well, we could have got cost ahead of it, and just looked like end, yeah, know? looked like he was going to score with the header and a brilliant save, yeah. and you know the performance from us was good. We're still not clinical in front of goal as much as we'd like us to be, but there is a life about this side again that we you know has been getting there more and more under Hiddink. Now I don't know if you've seen Mikel, who let's face it, never says anything very much until Gus is about has been, A, very vocal about oh, how awful it was under Mourinho, and B, has now come up with about how great it is under Hiddink. Well, except he said 98% of the players love... Who are the 2%? No, he said 98 or 99%. Right, OK. In some of them. Who are these 1 so or 2%? 1 or 2%. Who, is the, who are these dissenters? Is that a whole player, or is that just part well, of Well, did he player? say sorry? He said that 98, 98 or 99% of the players are really happy with Goose and you know, would be very happy for him to stay. Which leads, which begs the question: Who are the other one or two percent that don't? I'd suggest it's Matic. Matic, yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but listen, I mean, play, P- you know, know, PSG, decent team. They've now won thirty-four of forty first-team matches this season. Their only defeat was against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu in November. The draw against Lille last Saturday ended a run of sixteen straight wins. Lily. Yeah, okay. Lille. It's uh, like Macron. Hazard's old team. Um, and that was the first goal that PSG have conceded at home in the Champions League this season. So they're no mugs. I mean, we talk about them playing in a weak league, and uh, but you know they're, they're they're a decent team. And you know they when they good players. Ibrahimovic scored, didn't he? And uh, you know with a deflected goal from a free kick, um, which Mikel should be slapped round the head. Well, for. turned his back, didn't he? It's and horrible, well, gave yeah. the, gave it away to start with, and then turned his back like yeah, a girl. It was, a, it was you know? the whole it was the whole Mikel package in that first half. Well, he did score, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Sort of. You know, so Ibrahimovic scored on thirty nine minutes, scored. Three Three Champions uh, League games, his last three Champions League games, been involved in nine of PSG's last eleven goals. I still think he's overrated. I like him. He does. He, he's got wonderful touch. There's he's no not doubt. Overrated? You're joking. He's the business. <laughs> he's just a bit of a twat. He's a bit of a twat. He Can is. I say that? Yeah, yeah you just have <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I think, you know, it's been said that he'd be the kind of player that would drive you mad if he played for you. But, I mean, he scores goals. He, you know, he makes assists. He's, he's a presence on the pitch. What's not to like? Well, yeah, I, I just think there's something... He, he never, ever gets above a canter, if that. Does he need trots. to when he's banging them in? Well, he, he doesn't bang them in well, that often. I've just said he's been involved in nine of PSG's what? last Gary? 11 goals. Seven yeah. goals and three assists. This is one of his best runs ever. Has he got yeah. the trots? He's got the trots. That's why he didn't run anywhere. The only thing that's running it's is from trots. him. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, look, he, he's, he's a, not worth. He's thirty-five now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's getting on. So you know, he's getting on. China calls. China or the MLS, isn't yeah. it? Or Man U. Yeah. 
You know, Henrik Larsson, you know, same sort of deal. And, I mean. then, you know, and then, you know, we had a hen's teeth moment, didn't we, with Mikel equalising right on half-time. Yeah. Popping up and in the box and uh, smashing it in after atoning for his... Uh, poor Shambolic, play. you know, free kick, uh, wall play. defending. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and and that was looking good. And then in the 78th minute, Cavani coming on as a sub straight away. A um, little bit of uh, falling asleep, I thought in the in the back four. I think Ivanovic should have saved it. Fell asleep, and I think Courtois was probably in you know in a poor position. But you know, I mean, that's a bit harsh. But he should have. He, should, he probably should have been in a better position. You, you're still not that keen on Courtois at the moment. I, no, I. Uh... I, I don't he's gone, think Phil. He's, he's gone. I don't think he's the greatest goalie in the world. He's gone. I think he's Check's all gone. Right. I think he's, he's gone, a, mate. I think he's a good goalie. Don't I think he c- I think he'll become better as well. Is my thinking. Um, but he is prone to one mistake or so a game at the moment. He's still not fit, but he did make some pretty good saves the other night, yeah, and he, he has did. done this season. Yeah, he's pretty. You know, he don't make big boobies, does he? No. What do you What do you think person? of him? I like him. I always Andy. liked him. I think he's the future. Um, you know, I think more more worrying for me was the fact that Ivanovic was caught napping, and if Cavani went round the back. Where was Rahman? <laughs> you know, I mean, he's one on one. Yes, he should have covered his angles a little bit better, but you know, and he hesitated, didn't he? Dave before coming looked like Dave looked like the only man who was covering that night. Really. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe Rahman was pushed ain't right got the, ain't got the brain yet to understand to cover round. No, but he's getting better. I'd say Rahman is getting better. He's young, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's still only played a handful of games for us, but he does well, look... Attack, I mean, he's a very good attacking for Well, he, seems to, he yeah. always seems to have a fairly shambolic first 20 minutes, and then he gets into the game. So but the first he, 20 minutes... He pings a nice crossing, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. You know? First 20 minutes, you're thinking, you've got the wrong boots on, son. You're, not, yeah. you're just not, you know, you're not in the game. And then after 20 minutes, when he settles down, and he gets a hand, and he gets to the pace of the game, he seems to... He's quick. You're not going to beat him in a foot race. No. And you need that in a modern fullback. Yeah. You know, and he'll you learn, the, and the, as they always say, you can teach defenders how to defend. You can't teach a striker how to score, though. And yeah. I think they'll, they'll, they're working on him. And I th- for me, I'd like to see him there and Dave on the right for the rest of the season. You can't teach Obi Mikel uh, to score. That was his second Champions League goal. His other one was against Sporting Lisbon. So in six in total, isn't it? December 2014. Yes, indeed. But, you know, the other, the other thing about scoring, Diogo Costa, only one goal in his last 14 Champions League games yeah. against Maccabee Tel Aviv. He he's not scored early that header, shouldn't he? Yeah, and he had a one-on-one chance as well that he didn't. <laughs> he's, 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 nearly, he's nearly a good, great player. Yeah. He's nearly a really good centre-forward, but yeah. it's just something... He's got 13 goals this season. I know. He is, he is seven good. in his last seven. But there's something about him that oh, he's never going to score the goals you want him to score somehow. I should say seven in his last seven at Stanford Bridge. But, yeah. you know, he's... Um, He's, uh, he's definitely regained his form, hasn't he? But it's uh, those big nights, those big Champions League nights. Now, but having that, said that, that we did sit him. back. We didn't give him a huge amount of service. No, but in he's those games, chasing he... about now, and yeah. he, he's doing a lot of work. Yeah. And he's having to feed off scraps sometimes, you know. He, and he is getting in that six-yard box. You know, can you imagine him before Christmas being even in the six-yard box? Well, plus now, header? it looks like... Uh, I'm, not, I'm touching wood saying this, that... People are picking up a bit of form like Hazard and Pedro, yeah. as well as William. Yeah. There's more coming into the box. There's more, and, and Fabregas has picked up a bit of form. There's more coming in for him to feed off. Yeah, and also he, in the PSG it was, was, you know, pretty. It was pretty sparse. It was, and we only yeah. had thirty-five percent possession in the PSG game. You know, which is, you know, the ball wasn't getting up to him. We're going to beat them two-one, aren't we? And it's going to be extra time. And Demba Bar is going to pop. It's going to be a lottery. 
doesn't it? <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're in with a shout. There's no doubt yeah. about that. I think, I don't think PSG... You, can under, you can't underestimate the value of an away goal. You, yeah. can't, you can't underestimate no, the value of that. And I think PSG underestimated us. I think we have to wait till, you know, the 89th minute and win it 1-0. Yeah, whether we can keep them out. Yeah, keep them out and win it 1-0 late on. Because I think if we score, then it it could be anything. Early doors. What what do we think about Edison Cavani? He seems like a a decent striker to be having on the bench, involved in five goals in seven Champions League games versus Chelsea. Three goals, two assists. He's a classy to me. He's a bit of a thorn in the side for us. Three goals and two assists. It's funny, he wasn't very good against us last year, and then he still managed to get it together. You but remember, about, he was playing with two left feet. Goes through really odd phases. Mm. A bit like Costa, actually. Yeah, he's a streaky player, definitely. I think he is, yeah. <laughs> Not like Pato. Well, we don't Pato's know, starting to look really good for he's, me. Oh, he's, he's warming up well. well. He's warming up well. <laughs> was he on the, has he been on the bench yet? No, uh, no. he hasn't. No. No, it's funny, Zico, do you see Zico today? Uh, he came out with stuff about this is great for Brazil that William's doing well and really this is a brilliant career move for Pato. And you think, how can you say that yet? I mean, apparently the guy isn't even close to fitness. Yeah. I mean, are we going to see him? Is this a shambolic signing or no, is he going to come see. good? We, we will see. I think, you know, it's the whole we didn't have a pre-season. Well, he's been in basically in pre-season. We'll get him to the level that we want him at and then we'll play him. Just shove him around the Hyde Park for a couple of days, give him a jog down there and put him on. Yeah. You don't have to be... Forwards don't have to be that fit. Get a goal. <laughs> Put him on. What is wrong with these modern-day footballers? They're greyhounds, apparently. Yeah. They can't handle it. I mean, it's like, you know... <laughs> Billy's boots over there. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, just don't shine them up too much. Yeah. Tough, tougher the track. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alf tougher. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, showing our age now. No, we're we're all in our 50s. Even I'm old and too young for that. <laughs> He's not really 50. Do you know Chelsea are the only team to have won at Paris Saint-Germain previously in UEFA competition? Nobody's ever won there apart from us. Yeah, but it's sort of a it's sort of false. It's a great stat, Andy, but it's kind of sort of a bit naff, isn't it? They're not a, they're not one of the heavyweights of uh, European football, in my book. I mean, they might have bought their way a few players, and they might smash every French team, but I think we'll take them at the bridge and put them in their place. Well, I hope you're right. I yeah. hope you're right. I think. I think. See, I think we could have had them last year, but I thought Mourinho played that second leg in completely the wrong way. Do you remember? It was very, very defensive, hold out and try and nick it and things. Did we well, have Dave in midfield work. or was that the, 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 the time before when mm. we played them? Well, in the previous two times that we've been drawn against PSG in the knockout stage of the Champions League, the winners have progressed on away goals. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yes. you can't underestimate the value of an away goal. Oh, and you said that earlier. I did say that. Car, yeah. you have said something. Here, here's a, here's a little one for you. So, Laurent Blanc is, the only, is only the second manager to defeat Gus Hiddink during his time as Chelsea manager. Who's the other one? Uh, it's usually probably. Oh, it's Tottenham, isn't it? It'll be. What, in, the, in any game against Gus for Chelsea? Who was the Tottenham manager? Well, uh, it was. Um, It'll be that, no, after him, before him, before him. No, who was it? Sherwood. Can I give you five seconds? Sherwood. No, No, it's not. Harry. Harry! Harry. Yeah, Yeah. well done. Harry Redknapp, the only other manager apart from Laurent Blanc to defeat Gusidink uh, in the Chelsea role. And Hiddink's uh, unbeaten in the Champions League uh, during his, uh, or was unbeaten in the Champions League during his last spell at Stamford Bridge. And of course he missed out in the semi-final, didn't he, due to that terrible refereeing performance by... 
uh, Tom Heading of Raybo. Do you remember him? You know, with all the penalties denied. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that was uh, an absolute travesty. Yeah. Still hurts that. Here's a stat for you. Go on. Do you know who are the two players who have made the most passes this season? For who? In the Premiership. In the Premiership. Yeah. Uh... Hmm. I'm going to have to count you down William. on this one. No. Matic. And one of them has gone on to actually have the most completed passes to his own side. Matic. No. One is an Arsenal player. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, and the other is a Chelsea player. Ertzil. Ertzil. And... Dave. No. Dave. <laughs> Not even I can fix the I'll figures. I'll the back four because they pass it all the time. Yeah. It's... That's a nice idea, but it's uh, not true. Fabregas. It is. It's Fabregas. Yeah. And who out of Ozil and Fabregas has made the most completed passes to his own team? Well, the way you're phrasing it, I would say it was Fabregas. How did you guess, Andy? You know some stats. But it's quite amazing, considering how poor he supposedly was the first half of the season. Yeah, absolutely. But, and, yeah, but that's where stats don't really work, do they? Uh, no, that's because what... he I, was poor. Yeah. And he, you know, he hasn't played... He's, He's all right when he got, gets a bit of space, isn't well, he? He's been fabulous the last few weeks. Somehow, Mikel has bought him space. Yeah. Well, Something I think that's, that, that, that is the case. He's bought him space. Yeah. We've always said that, you know, ultimately, Cesc Fabregas is a quarterback. You know, the other players have to create space around yeah. him for him to ping the ball. And that's what's been happening. And what was brilliant, we'll come on and talk about the, the City game in a minute, but those little runs that Pedro was making through, you know, from the, from the edge of the box that Fabregas was just pinging it in quarterbacking that's what you do in American football you know the yeah it's the channels isn't it absolutely the inside line the channels, yeah. absolutely but I mean the, the PSG game yeah okay we lost but it was one of those games I actually went you know what I really enjoyed that even though we lost there's a lot of good things going on yeah we could get knocked out in a couple of weeks and that'll be that but you do see something and it, it just makes me think I was talking to Andy about this on the phone the other day what, longer... you talk to each other before you meet me? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I feel you're so good that good. we have to prep. Because ah, I have to calm good, him down. He gets, he gets but, so but... excited to see you, and I have to calm him down, all you know, right, because right. it gets carried away. But um, I was talking about, how do you feel about Mourinho? For me, the longer we are without him, the better and better I feel that he's gone. And I am actually in this place where I don't miss him in the slightest at the moment. And I see something going on with the team that's... Uh, well, for me, it's, I've sort of got him out of my head, really. Yeah. And I think he's kind of... It, it's, it was too much baggage with him and last time when he came. And I know we won the league, but he went and he's gone. And that's, that's that. I, I'm proud of what he's achieved. But there's something happened that no one really knows, but... Something big happened there. Yeah. I mean, you were saying to me, I was saying, you know, I really hated all those interviews. He was starting to really get on my nerves. And you said, I don't care. It's all fluff what he says. But when it goes wrong, then it makes a difference. What I said is, I don't care as long as we're winning. But then you then qualified the other day that actually it all started to be a bit of a mess once we were losing... Badly, yeah, and I just look. I don't, I don't think he was ever in that position before. He couldn't handle it. I think he showed a certain weakness of character and not being able to handle it. And you know, frankly, it was all far too disruptive. And ultimately, I don't support Josie Mourinho. I support Chelsea Football Club. And 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 you know, it's bigger than Josie Mourinho. And so I probably couldn't see that at the time. I was probably in the bubble of being upset that you know it was all going horribly wrong. But with a bit of distance, 
I think I look back on it and go, well, maybe it wasn't a bad thing to draw a line under that era and move on and you know see what comes next. So Gus has done a brilliant job of steadying the ship, calming things down. Now we look forward and see what, what next adventure we go on with another manager. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? In the last two weeks, I've had phone calls from people who say they're in the know that have confirmed that Allegri has signed... Then that Simeone signed... Who are these people that call oh, you? It, the, the, the They're trying to sell you Virgin Broadband, aren't they? <laughs> but now, you know, today, supposedly Conte's done a deal. And it's just nonsense. Nobody knows, you no. know. I mean, I think... I bet you that Chelsea don't even know. I think they might have a series of targets. You know, and, and Mikel was going on today. Why can't Hiddink stay? But he's never going to stay, is he? He stays a legend as the man who comes in twice for a few months and turns the club round. I don't think he's at this stage of his life and his career that doesn't he, need he wants it. it. doesn't need it, doesn't want it. You know, he's done us a favour. He's come in, he's earned a bit of money. He's, you know, I wanted he's... him to stay last time, if you remember. I think everybody yeah, did, everyone didn't did. And, um, no, only me. And um, <laughs> I want him to stay this time as well. Only you? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. So if they said, actually, you know what, we're going to let him stay for another season, I think everybody would say fair enough. And we're going to give him a load of money. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Brendan Rodgers is going to become is the coach. You don't like Brendan Rodgers, do you? No. Why don't you like Let him? Li- I did not say that. And no, you're not getting me to say things about his face. Hiddink's <laughs> 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 going to be the manager. And Rodgers is going to be the coach with Clement. What would you think of that? Sounds all right to me. Clement, definitely. I'm not sure about Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers came from Chelsea, didn't he? So it's not, not that much of a stretch. No, he knows the score down there. And maybe I can't imagine Rodgers would want to be number two, though. Yeah, no. but I'm only saying. Yeah. Well, where well, would you put if, Steve if, Clark? Well, get Clarky back in there then as go. well. Yeah, yeah. And hey, Frank listen, sounds all right to me. I'm, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Not going to happen, right. but I wouldn't have a problem with it. Maybe it'd be very interesting to see what never Chelsea say never, do. Andy, never say never. I okay. never say never. All right. Never say never. It's not going to happen. It might happen. You never okay. know. Well, if it does, maybe I'll he's the one in the know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, maybe but he's getting sold BT broadband. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, should we talk about the City game? Uh, yeah, if we've finished with Paris Saint-Germain. Anything, yeah. any other well, things you want I to do, Well, we'll, we'll get Phil's on to pulling, him. But pulling I, a face about PSG. No, no. I was I, about I, Dave, probably. No, I'm not. He was great and covered everyone, and he was brilliant. There you go. Um, I also thought, you know, it's very interesting how Hiddink, over the last few weeks, seems to be determining the players who were in one week, the players who are out the next week. He started to make decisions, i.e. Mikel over Matic, and then Pedro over Oscar. Mm. Um, And they've become his subs now. Um, You know, I, I, I think... He's tried to get Pedro playing the kind of football that he was playing at Barcelona, and it seems to be working. Pedro seems to get better with each game. Yeah, I agree. He's got a lot better. He's got one problem. He, he, he does it in the wrong... He sometimes does it in the wrong part of the pitch, doesn't he? Yes, and gives, gives the, the ball, ball away. away. Well, yeah, and all I've, of a sudden we're in big trouble. My issue with Pedro, and I think he, he's getting better at it, is overplaying. Yeah. Beat a man, beat him again, then beat yeah. him again. Then we do a little sidestep. Then a step. Oh, I've lost the ball. You know, and it's like you know, just play the ball. Well, you know, it's and quicker thought, in this in this league, isn't it? To, yeah. To, to well, he said that. Was it? It? He's not used to the you know to the, the to pace. the overloads yeah. and the pace and the ball being ping long and all that kind of stuff. And he's much used to building from the back. But he's getting there. And I thought against City, 
I thought he looked like the Barcelona Pedro. He was playing wide, he was getting his boots wide, he was cutting inside, he was passing the ball, he was making brilliant runs. And I thought, you know, I thought he had a shout for man of the match, frankly, because I thought, you, you know, you've got to give, I think you've probably got to give it to Hazard for the assists and the goal. Although I think the BBC gave it to Fabregas. Yeah. But, you know, and, and both of them are worthy. But and I think Murphy Pe- gave it to Fabregas because he's a midfielder. Yeah. But I thought Pedro had a shot. I thought he was really, you know, he hit the post. I mean, he, he had a brilliant save off his shot. I thought he was no, great. No, he's looked good the last few weeks, to be honest. Honest, yeah. I, I, because up to there he looked like, like completely lost. Looked like you know he'd been. You look lightweight. The didn't batteries it? have been taken out of him. Yeah. Well, I think he's just confused about what he should do in, in a. You know, he's never played in a team that struggled. Must be the weirdest thing. Plus, he's never played every week, has he? No, that's Neither true. Either for that's Barcelona, true. he's like a sub. No, yeah, he, was I, an, he was an impact sub, wasn't he? I, I, th- I think we're, we're seeing something going on there, and I, I'm hopeful that next season. He'll be absolutely fantastic. So he retained his place on Sunday in an unchanged side from Paris. Third start in a row for Hazard on his way back to full fitness. William continuing in a central role behind uh, Diego Costa. Um, they obviously put out a team with five debutants in it. I mean, it will say Chelsea five, Man City one in the record books, but ultimately it was Chelsea five, Man City kids one, wasn't it? I mean, it wasn't, wasn't what we would call a Man City team. No, and it was like not what you'd expect it to be. They were good for 15 minutes yeah. because it was all kind of brand new, new and, and exciting. exciting. But they can't play at that intensity. I mean, the, the no, Premier League intensity is, is, is something else. They were much too clever for them, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, they burnt out after 45 minutes. That, that was as much as they could do. Okay, they got that goal and, you know, they thought they were back in it. Four, four of the players that were given their debuts, four of those five players, were involved in that 5-2 aggregate defeat against Chelsea under-18s last spring. I mean, that's how raw they were. Yeah. Um, yeah, and how many of our under-18s were in that side against City in the Cup? Well, I mean, Loftus-Cheek wasn't even in, it didn't even get on the pitch. What did we feel about that? Well, it was kind of weird because I didn't understand the logic of when a game is absolutely banged to rights, gone, forgotten, it's over big time how Matic ends up having a run around for 15, 20 minutes. Maybe it's a seniority maybe thing. Maybe he just wants to let him have a run around because he hasn't for a while. Well, I don't I think know. it's good, in a way, that he's putting the best players on when he thinks, right, you're next in line, you're a good player, you go on. Yeah. We're going to win this cup, yes. we're going to play our best players. in Because ev- I, think I think it's a bit of a travesty that Man City did that. I do as well. I, I think you've got to go yeah. for every competition. And I've changed my mind about uh, a bit about that. What's the, the Europa League? Yeah. I think you've got to try and win everything. You've got to try and get in everything. And you've got to try and win everything. No, I don't disagree and with I that. And I think thought. it gives the players the mentality to do that, you know. But hasn't this actually been the key to the change around with Hiddink? In the fact that he's kept a very strong side out every time, pretty much the, the top side... And he's trying to work out what his best eleven is, and then he puts out what he thinks is his best eleven. Well, I, I think I think he has, and I think he's sticking with it. Whereas Mourinho was a bit all over the place. Yeah. On, on the Mat- on the Matic thing, don't forget he was suspended for PSG. Didn't get on at PSG. Yeah. So you know, if he's in the frame for Saturday playing against Southampton, um, then maybe a little bit of match fitness just for fifteen minutes or so was a tactical. I don't think he'll play yeah. unless he comes in as a straight swap for Mikel. Well, he's got that's... two who can play there now, right? Yeah, which is good. And, you know, he's given them a bit of competition. Well, he's got three, if you include Loftus-Cheek, you know. Because, yeah, um, yeah I think There was right. no competition, was there, under no. Mourinho? He, both... he was, he was it, you know, 
he was shoved into the cupboard, um, Mikel. He was, had no chance, did he? It's weird, isn't it? Because in years gone by, Mikel was somebody he'd always turned to in times of need or with 20 minutes to go, but he just wouldn't start well, him. We were and... all saying get rid of him, weren't we? Because what's well, the point of me. having him if he never plays for us? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, so, I mean... So we started things off with Diego Costa's, as I said, 13th goal of the season. Seven goals in his last seven games in all competitions at Stamford Bridge. And then, you know, that was all good. Brilliant little assist by Hazard. Everybody went to Hazard, which was interesting, you know. And, and uh, you know, it was good to see him, you know, inventing things. Couldn't really be terrible defending. Just ghosted in between the two defenders. And then pretty soon afterwards, one of the kids, Val Paola, scored for Man City. And then we had a bit of coin throwing. Yeah. Well, they've seen it on Match of the Day, haven't they? It's outrageous. It's pathetic. It's outrageous. Down by you, wasn't it? Did you see anything? No, no it's I'm... right in the corner. It's oh, you weren't there, the... were you? No, 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 no. it's Matthew Harding lower corner. So it could be East Stand lower as well. It was in that corner, by the corner. Floor. I can't imagine for a second that any of our wonderful listeners were involved in that kind of nonsense. But I would say, if you saw something, bloody report it. Yeah. You know, don't just sit on your hands. Take a seat number. Send an email to the club and report. We don't want that nonsense. Don't want people chucking coins. It's ridiculous. No, absolutely. And, and it is, you know, I mean, how thick are these people? They've seen it on Match of the Day and gone, that's a good thing to do. Mm. It just, yeah, it, it took the shine off a little bit. But then we... Um, well, you know. Chelsea are pretty good at hunting this stuff out, you know. Mm. Um, I know from experience that they've got cameras trained on most parts of the ground. And I really wouldn't We've be surprised. we told you that, the Virgin Broadband bloke. <laughs> No, I met with, um, what's his name, um, um, Ron Gourley Ronnie, a few years Ronnie ago. Cray. And saw the setup. Why and did you meet with him? Because I'd seen someone do something untoward at a particular game. Did you? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I went to report it. Did you? Good. Yeah. Good. And they caught him because Good. they had footage on just about every part of the ground. Right. Yeah. So um, expect a knock on the door if you were being silly. But I'm sure you won't, because all the people that listen to this podcast are discerning football fans. Well, and they're all like royalty. None of them carry money, do they? <laughs> <laughs> so William popped out after 48 minutes, scored a lovely goal. Yes. Um, yes. And then... Uh, uh Then we had uh, Cahill. After 53 minutes with a, a nice uh, he uh, Cahill-like pops, goal. He, yeah, he always pops you up know, in the I'm volley, really, doesn't he? I'm really pleased that things have turned around for Gary Cahill. Yeah, I like Gary. Yeah, I think he had an awful first part of the season. He yeah. didn't look anything like the player, but he's committed and he, he will... I mean, there was that brilliant moment, um, uh, you know, against PSG where him and Ivanovic just formed the diving V going from different sides to get in front of the ball. Yeah, that, was, it, that was brilliant, actually. That was good. That was it was one of my was... magic moments. Can I tell you my other magic moment from the PSG game, which I forgot to mention earlier, about Mikel and Costa? You know, this team has bonded really well. On the 56th minute, if anyone's recorded it, you can go and check. Diego Costa goes up to John Obi Mikel and he rubs his nose as if to say, you've got a big bogey hanging out. And John Obi Mikel goes, oh, and he picks it, and he, go, and he obviously gets rid of it and goes, thanks, Diego. And that was one of my magic moments. That's why I pay my Sky subscription. Exactly. That kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Then, of course, Hazard popped up, 67 minute, free kick, awful goalkeeping, awful goalkeeping. He went the wrong way at the free kick. And, uh, and oh, God, one. yeah. Um, and uh, Hazard's goal from a free kick means Chelsea have scored more direct free kicks than any other team in Europe's top five leagues this season in all competitions. Eight direct free kicks. 
And Hazard has scored and assisted in both of his two FA Cup appearances this season. Two goals, three assists in total. So he's, he feels like he's coming back. He looks a bit, a bit better. He kind of... In and still, out, in and out. Yeah, the old yeah. cul-de-sac keeps, you know... Oh, there was that one where he dreadfully just <laughs> ran behind. He reminded me of Gordon Jury at one point, <laughs> which just kept chugging away. And then, oh, there's no more pitch. There are cul-de-sacs, <laughs> but it, they seem less than they were, you know? Yeah, and the touch is starting to return. And some of his assists and, and passes are really starting to work. And they all look happier. And then we had a penalty, Phil. Don't get me started. <laughs> well, there's, there's three parts to this story. <laughs> yeah. Because not only does, A, Triori get fouled, Triori picks the ball up and he goes towards a penalty spot. Oscar comes up to him, takes the ball off him, and then Hazard and Fabregas go up to Oscar and suggest that maybe Hazard should take it, and Oscar says No. He puts it down. You, how do you know all this? Well, because you can see it. Could you see it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my birthday. Anyway, who's going to argue with me on my birthday? And then he shanked it. No, Phil. but actually... Shanked it over the... Oh, shanked it straight at the goalkeeper. No, that was the last one when he shanked, yeah, shanked it over it the bar. Shanked it straight at the goalkeeper. <laughs> I think Triore should have taken it personally, or Hazard, but certainly not Oscar, who comes in, you know, goes... <sighs> Oh, well, he, he, missed a, he missed a decisive penalty didn't he, against Stoke. In the, he does that uh, stupid up, yeah. stuttery one. I hate those stuttery run-ups. They're rubbish. Yeah. And did you see um, Oscar and Hazard after the game? There's well, you mentioned this to me. You, 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 he you, tells him off, doesn't he? He does. Hazard, Hazard, they said to him, oh, so you decided not to take the penalty. He said, yeah, I really wanted to take the penalty, but, you know... Oscar had taken the ball and he was going to take it. And Fabregas said, I told you, man. I told you, man. I told you you, you should have taken it. Not him. Ah, oh, he should never take that. He's not taking any more now. And it was just brilliant because Oscar is obviously really unpopular. They were 4-1 up or whatever. And they're still having a good old argument about it. I love it. I think it's brilliant. But, uh, yeah. You, I, well, you talk about Traore and then Traore pops up and gets a goal. Uh, with Is a, he a, a centre-forward, Traore, then? I always thought he was an attacking midfielder, but apparently he's a centre-forward and... Good, good, good. I was glad. Lovely, to see lovely. It. it was a lovely goal. I mean, if he meant it, it was a lovely goal. Even back, if you back don't, flicked it on, didn't he? And the one that he hit don't. the post, where the goal is. Yeah, That's and the, the one where he hit the post as well. You yeah. know, I, he look. He looks like a, a potentially very interesting player for us. Another player that scored for the, the new Anel Curry is. As long as it's not the new Kalu, the new Anel Curry. He yeah. played for Lily as well. He did, and he scored for he scored against MK Dons in the last round, didn't he? So well, you know, Solomon Kalu for Lily. Uh, Willian's 10th goal of the season Willian into double figures Willian, mate What a player What a player You know, I, was a little, I wasn't down on him last time But I was getting a bit frustrated with him Giving the ball away But yeah, yeah, what, what think, he gives I think you I were mean, pretty down on he's him He's your Oscar yeah. Yeah, No, he he's was. not He oh, really yeah. isn't uh, Well, you'll really have to isn't. start Ramirez was my Oscar him. Yeah, well, you know no, I do love More him. love, please I do love him And I'm going to vote for him as player of the season Obviously I am He just frustrates me when he gives the ball away But Last couple of games he hasn't done that. I think he's been superb, supreme. He's a supreme player. Uh, what I would give to have his lungs. I mean, how can he run like that for so long? Well, yes, I'd yeah. like his breasts too. His lungs, Philip. His lungs. I'd like his ability to process oxygen. <laughs> I think his hair would suit me. I'd his hair would suit you, especially on your birthday. If you had William's yeah. hair, you'd look like a member of the Hair Bear Bunch. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? That'd be brilliant. Or one of them scarce fellas. Hey, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. But it's interesting, isn't it? Because supposedly Chelsea now are offering Willian a new contract for like 120 grand a week. And you think, hold on, isn't he on 120 grand anyway? 
Yeah. You would have thought it was... I mean, it's incredibly interesting, the situation, that they're worried about him leaving. And because we won't get into Europe, that yeah. sort of thing. Do you think this whole European thing will make a real difference to players? Do you think they care that much? Well, it's shot window, isn't it? It's an ability to, you know, to... to Look at me. Yeah, pretty much. You know? But we all know players are very selfish and they're very aware of their brand. They know that the kind of coverage and the reach they get from European Champions League football, you know, it puts, them, it puts their value up. Do you think one year out makes a difference? Yeah, I think it probably does. Interesting. I think it probably does. You know, because there's all this talk, well, what happens? Does, you know, the, the rumours are that, you know, Courtois might go, Hazard might go, Costa might go... William could go. I mean, I think I've said this before, you know. Um, I can't see Courtois going. I can't see uh, William going. I can't see Costa going. I can I see Hazard going. I can't. Uh, you see, Hazard, I think it's too lazy to go. <laughs> I, th- I think it's why he doesn't score enough goals. Oh, I could go. If I were Real Madrid or PSG or any of the players or any of the clubs looking I'd at him, I would, I probably would hold off a year, actually, yeah. because you do wonder about his ability to sustain that kind of mental pressure. And the things he said in interviews where yeah. he said, it's not really in me to keep wanting to score every week. And you yeah. think, well, that's a bit... I think the problem. worst thing that happened to him was him winning all those Player of the Year seasons and all that pressure that went on him. And after that, you know, I think yeah. he's now playing. He's, you know, he seems to be losing a little bit of that pressure now. But it was obviously a burden for him. But it's going to be hard for you know. And he's still very young. He's still very young, yeah. and you have one of those seasons where people don't quite know what your tricks are. They don't, you know, haven't got so much footage of you. They've got more footage of him now. They know what he's going to get up to more, and it's yeah. harder for him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's. You know that if he's in this corner, he will suddenly drink this way or that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we talk about true. Gus Hiddink. Gus Hiddink's never lost an FA Cup match with Chelsea. Played six, won six, guiding them to the trophy in 2009. Yeah, something like the only manager ever. Yeah, yeah. but we got Everton away, which is not an easy tie, is it? Well, yeah, but they're a bit of a curate oh, aren't they, I know. Everton? Yeah, I know, but What's your not... mate say about it? Mr. Kenwright. Yeah. Bless you, Bill. I hope you're feeling better, but um, I haven't seen him yet. Right. Um... Yeah. They're a funny old team, aren't they? Because they can look brilliant one week and awful the next. Yeah. Bit, but that's Martinez, isn't it? Yeah. He was being like that everywhere. You go, look at the football they're playing, and then you go, oh, they're just... Can't we stop... Have we sold Lukaku now, or is he on loan? No, can we, we got, stop him playing? Loads of money for him. All oh, right. 28, 28 million? 28. How, yeah. much would it, how much do you reckon you'd have to pay for Lukaku now? 35. Oh, really? Yeah. That little... Yeah, but at least at least thirty five, eh? Thirty five, I reckon. I reckon you wouldn't get him under fifty now. No, I don't think he's proven enough mm, on the on the international okay. stage in the Champions League phase. He's not he's not proven at that that elite. Do you reckon Man United could get about forty five, fifty for? Yeah, him? I mean there'll, there'll be a premium to yeah. pay for him because Ever- <laughs> Everton won't want to let him go. You know, okay. but players we've sold to buy back. How much would it cost us to buy back matter? Well, how much are we selling for? 38? 38. 30. You reckon you're getting for 30? Would yeah. you buy him for 30? No, I, I never liked him anyway. He's my mate. I never liked him. He never liked him. thought he Matt. was a lightweight flair player. <sighs> yeah, see you later. <laughs> would you buy him back? How much do you reckon it costs you to buy Matter back? Um, 30. And would you buy him for that? Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm being... I'm fac- not sure anybody should come back no. and all that business. Look, I'm being facetious. Of course I liked him. He's a good player. It was a lovely player. It was a lovely player and a good player. You're just trying to sort out your flaming on Twitter, aren't you? I just, I just, I think there was a point where Matter wasn't giving us anything. You know, I don't, I don't I, you not, know... Not he was a really good well. player in a very 
poor Chelsea team and it was highlighted his skill in that team under Benitez when it was basically a poor team he looked really good in it but actually I think put him in a really good team he's not he's not the player well, that people he's think he's a fantastic player and you know Mourinho went for Oscar and not Mata you love a little flair player don't you you love a little flair player I do I like love a little show can pony nick, just can nip in and just put put the ball did you love Joe Cole I like Joe Cole love there Joe go, Cole see. Joe Cole has he got a winner's medal yep <laughs> maybe two even played him a lot when we won the league so Everton away uh, that's sometime between the 11th and the 14th of March a repeat of the 2009 final when we won 2-1 under Gus Hiddink now it's, it's, it's an interesting setup now but look every game for us no matter what it is is a cup final yeah, and, and it's good fun, isn't it? I mean, yeah, every game matters care. in a certain way. Matters, but doesn't actually yeah, matter. It's know. a very interesting yeah. sort of phenomena. Because I'm going to the next two games, so Southampton away and Norwich away. I'm going to both of those. You're a, you're a loyal fan, mate. Yeah. You, these are the so misery years should we you're say going through. What a prediction is for Southampton. Oh, we got to do... No, well, should we, are, we, are, we, are, we, yeah, are we getting there? Because I want to do the kids, because the kids is quite good very quickly. Can I do the kids? Yeah. Okay. So Would under you like 18, to rephrase that. The under 18s. I'd, I'd say every week. Under 18s didn't play last week, but they have a big game coming up on Friday at Stamford Bridge when they take on Reading in the sixth round of the FA Youth Cup. Kick off at 7:05 p.m. Tickets available from the Chelsea website. Get yourself down and support the under 18s. Um, under 19s played Valencia in the under 19 UEFA uh, League Cup round of 16 this afternoon. I don't even know the score. No, I don't, I don't score. actually. Um, the under 21s were comprehensive five nil winners over Norwich City. Uh, last Wednesday as they made it three wins from four in the under-21 Premier League. Their next game's away at Southampton next Monday. And the ladies had an impressive 5-1 victory in a pre-season friendly against PSG on Wednesday. They start their season next month for kicking things off with a home friendly against Bristol City at 2pm on Sunday. Go on, Bristol City! Before they kick things off proper in the league away against Doncaster Bells on March 24th. You're uncouth. (laughs) Absolutely appalling. Southampton away. Southampton away. Well, it's going to be an interesting game. I mean, Cooman. Cooman's a dark horse for the managership, surely. Yeah, he is. Nelly. Nelly Cooman. You know, it depends how he can how he copes with the situation at Southampton. Whether they suddenly start selling everybody and things as usual in the summer. Well, he came in when they told everybody. Yeah, but we're going to get some odd Italian. No one's heard of. With a nice going, suit. A nice suit. It's going to try and be a real disciplinarian, fail abysmally, and be gone in four months. Happy days. <laughs> Thanks for that cheery little name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we've got, probably right, though. <laughs> we, we've had quite a good track record with Italians at the club. You know, Ranieri, Viali, Zola. Di Matteo. Di Matteo. Let's hope so. That we have n- have we, when have we been let down by an Italian at Chelsea? Can you think of one? I don't think what, we have. players? Player or manager. Well, who was the right-back that came over for a while from Inter Milan that was rubbish? Oh, yeah. No, he was, he was appalling. Hold on. And um, then he went on to have a really good career. And he goes yeah. with P. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, uh, Puccini. Puccini, yeah. yeah. Or Panucci. Panucci. Puccini right. was the music he listened <laughs> to. Panini, that's the sandwich at lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Panucci, who was absolutely... He was the one, wasn't it, who was... Um, who got sacked and came in manager-wise? I'll, t- I'll give you one. Sam Della Bonna. Sam Della Bonna. He was all right. But no, he got... wasn't. Sam. No, he wasn't. He was all right. But he got all cocky, didn't he? Yeah. And he demanded all this money and then ended up at Atalanta. What about Ambrosio Ziozio? <laughs> Ambrosini. <laughs> Ambrosini. 
Scored that great goal against Galatasaray. 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 Yeah. That was it. That was it, really. Yeah. And Jabs Bagonka had one Brian goal Giggs, as well, didn't he? Against Liverpool. He was the Italian Brian Giggs. Brian Giggs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Southampton away, Kerry. Southampton away. Well, I think, I think it's going to be a, a good game for us. I think it'll be close. I think we're going to do it 2-1. That's my prediction. I think it's... I think we're set up for a good end to the season. I'm going to be in the posh seats in the Southampton end. So I will, you know, I'm hoping that it's not going to be too exciting, so I don't have to stand up and make Oh, I want it to be 5-0 Chelsea then. Um, I, think we, we I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win 2-0. It's going to be 1-0. To us? I don't know yet. It's <laughs> going to be 1-0. OK, fine. Either way. And then Norwich away on Tuesday, but we'll do that next time, yeah? Well, well, yeah, because we're doing, you know, yeah, we're doing the podcast on Tuesday. Well, I won't we? be here because I'll be at the game. <coughs> well, you could give us your prediction. Well, I think I think Norwich are abysmal, and I think if we don't win that, we've got a problem. Three 0 There you go. Fair enough. Well, we'll do another prediction next week for us. All right. Let's All right. be having ya. Let's be having ya. <laughs> yeah, come on. Happy birthday, Kill. Thank you. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Podcast Network.